hello and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. I'm uh, I'm Daniel, um, and I'm joined together with my two greatest friends here. Aww. Who are they? They're well, us? Well, I'm, are you sure they're I'm us? Benny Alexander, Daniel. <laughs> and, and I I'm... just said, one of them's my greatest friend, and one Aww. of them I hate. Let them decide who's who. Oh. <laughs> And and I'm and I'm Sh- Sh- Shakuna, I I guess. Hi. There you Hello, go. Hello, everyone. We're here to talk about one of my favorite albums. It's my pick because it's my birthday week. Yeah, it and is. Hot Rod Circuits. Sorry about tomorrow from 2002 off Vagrant Records. There's not a lot of history on this because this band came in, nailed it, and kind of left the scene pretty quickly. <laughs> Very quickly, as a matter of fact. They didn't release another record after that. No, they did after this. They did released they? two. Oh, okay. I'm... Oh, never mind. They released yeah. one that was a commercial flop, and then they released another one. I drawing a blank on names. I should have that up, but whatever. That I actually like, but it's very like it's alt country emo. Ooh. Like they use steel guitar in like a lot of the songs, and I actually really enjoy the album. Cool. It's cool. Album, okay? <laughs> uh, it's called Realities Coming Through, which got released in two thousand four. <sighs> Uh, and then apparently they came out with a, they had a single they released in 2017, but, uh, according to Spotify it only has 66,000 plays. So, uh, big womp womp there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do that to this band. <laughs> We're going to say good so... stuff about this band though. At least I think so. Can I, can I preface what? Uh, oh, so when I, when I listened to this album, I was not in a good mood. Oh um, no! And I'll be honest, this album didn't really um, help me with oh, that. Oh no! Um, I I am coming uh, with some not so good words. Um, okay, but it's fine. It's fine. I tell me I'm wrong. Just tell me as I listen to it again. But we'll see how it progresses. But I was I don't know why, but the night or day I wa- I listened to it, I was like, I, I was just like, maybe I was like angry and bitter that my like, my like, vacation was ending. Uh, and I'm just like I'm just like mad and just just you know, little like emo like emo like like man, it's, and I'm okay. like I don't I'm not and again it's I liked it kind of, um but we'll get into that later. Okay, <laughs> real quick the last album they did which is not on Spotify uh-huh. because it was on Immortal Records is called The Underground Is a Dying Breed. Oh, and that was the yeah, old country album, huh? That was the old country album. Yeah, it's not fully like sure. They just use a lot of slide steel guitar in it. Got it. Yep. Cool, man. Nice. All right. Well, uh, since Dan didn't come prepared with any type of information about the album, <laughs> I, I guess I guess we can start uh, digging into tracks then, eh? I did talk about the album year. You did. You, know. you did say what year it came out. That's true. You did. Um, they did like massive awesome tours with like Braid, the Get Up Kids, Jimmy Eat World. They like toured hard on this album. Well, if I remember correctly, it was the only record they released on Vagrant, yeah? No, the next one, Reality Coming Through, was also on Vagrant. Was it, was it also on Vagrant? Ooh. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, then, I stand corrected yet again. <laughs> All right, so Pray let's get me. into it. I'm yeah. excited to hear Benny shit on one of my favorite albums. <laughs> Track one is The Pharmacist. All right, let's give it a listen. Here you go. 
You mean at nature's mercy? Oh, did I write the wrong thing? You yep, did. did. <laughs> Some super fan you are. Here we go. Okay. Uh, what do okay. I say about that? The beginning guitar play guitar layered at the with ah sorry, the beginning guitar layered on that driving bass line is everything. Like me and my friend Charlie used to like do the parts separately. Like oh yeah. Anyways, hell yeah. I love the lyrics and uh the sing on or love the singing on this album, but musically complex. My God, I cannot speak tonight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, it's it, it just it really shines. I'm really like I think everyone in this band is really bringing it, and the mixing style, and, ah, the mixing style of the rhythm guitar parts, bass, and driving drums work on their own, and it's so epic. Uh, it's perfect and raw. It's structured like a lot of emo songs from this time period, and I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I didn't like this song. <laughs> I. I felt like, like it took. I didn't like the, like the the beginning of it. I felt is, I didn't like it at all. It took 50, 52 seconds to get to the point where I actually cared about it, um, and by that point, I felt like the delivery was a little clunky. I didn't just really like. I didn't like how they he was singing the song. I I don't know how I didn't really describe it, but I didn't really enjoy like the like like the like his singing once it he started singing, but like once it started picking up after the first after the first minute. Um, I don't know why, but it just was very mad to me. Um, and yeah, I just, I kind of wanted it to end like before the first minute. Um, Fuck you, Benny. Ouch. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't this mean about any of your picks so far. We're going to shit on every Kesha record you ever bring up to us from now on, Benny. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Shakuna, tell me something positive, um, please. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like this song. It's 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 definitely not my favorite by any means. Um, I feel like this could have been placed somewhere else in the album to kind of pad it out a little bit better. Um, because honestly, like I really like the next track that we'll get into more, and I feel like you could have re- you could have reversed the order on that one, and it probably would have flowed a little bit better in terms of like progression of the album. Uh, the only thing I will say, and you're probably going to completely disagree with me on this one, um, is this almost kind of sounds like an AFI song. I, I, don't, I disagree with that. I, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I, I just don't know why, but I get like super big AFI vibes off of this. And I don't know, maybe if it's just the way that, um, who's the lead singer of this band again? Andy. Andy. I don't the, remember his last name, but Yeah, Andy. no, it, it's fine. Uh, it, it Maybe the way that like Andy is like kind of giving that same sort of inflection, but I like, I hear almost like the same type of like vibes I get off of like the leaving song part two. It, it's, I don't, I don't know why it just somehow it just it hits me in that sort of moment. I'm like, man, I feel like this is an AFI song, but anyways, um, it's still again, though. I do want to say that this is the time period. Like sure. Totally hey Mercedes sure. dropped their first album, 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, this album came out 2002. AFI came out around the same period like, yep. or sing the sorrow came out around the same period. Like AFI has been doing it since the nineties. Oh yeah. They were sure. killing it. But yeah, yeah. 
like this is the sound of that time i just think this sure. band killed it with their delivery because there was a I lot agree. of bands doing this same style i agree with you I, on that one but i also think that even though the, the, there were a lot of bands that were doing the same style there were bands that found a way to make it unique and their own and i don't feel like at least the front half of this album has the that same kind of like uniqueness to it now now the, the last half of it like i said i'll, I'll get my comments once we get down that road but i, I feel like they, they kind of honed in towards the end and we'll, we'll talk about that once we once we get so there. i was gonna say too like, i actually agree like with as well because like, i felt like after the first song i was like really i was really hyped and i i didn't think the next song like the song we just talked about was the right choice to follow the ph the pharmacist yes um, but again just my opinion um, we, we can move on to the third song if you want. <laughs> okay. Track three, Radiation Suit. Let's go, baby. All right, so very Midwest emo guitar styling there that kills it. The drums are amazing. High energy vocals. Um, you know, just preparing for a fallout of a, a relationship or a fight, like with a radiation suit. Um, I don't know. I, I love this song. Let's hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Benny, or you want me to go first? So, okay, I thought again. I said said this before, and I'll say it again. Like the guitar work, like, like the guitars and instrumental is incredible like they are like they are obviously like really like really talented and i thought it was really catchy i just again i'm gonna preface this again by saying i was in a bad headspace when i was listening to you this. should have listened to it again then benny but but i mean i didn't really get the metaphor like i i i mean so if you can explain it to me a, a little better that'd be great uh, maybe i'll like understand the song a little more um, it was catchy. I just did. Like, I think you kind of did. You're preparing for the fallout by putting on a radiation suit. So you're preparing yourself for what bad thing is about to happen. Which is a double entendre for like life. nuclear fallout. Yeah. Get okay. get it? Never, yeah. Did you ever play Fallout 3? Or in the Fallout <laughs> games? Fallout um, New I, Vegas? A little bit. Um, But I, I didn't end up finishing the game. I think I have like Fallout, I think Fallout 4. Like, how many Fallouts are there? Oh, there's there's quite a lot. Uh, Fallout 8? Fallout 4 but, so. Anyway, no, anyway. There, there's not an 8. <laughs> But okay, There's three and, and, New Vegas, four, seventy six, and, and then one two. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to, to attack you, Dan. <laughs> it just for me, I it, it, I I kind of like didn't really like, get it. Like I, again, I understood agency and like protecting yourself against the follow. I understand that, but I didn't really think, in my opinion, that radiation suit kind of it didn't really work for me. But again, catchy, great instrumentals. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, and now I, he's gone. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> he, he's officially left the building, everybody. Aww. So everyone, everyone, pour out a pour out a forty for 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 Dan. To be fair, I haven't actually been like overly critical of any, like really any like album that we've done before. So, I mean, in all fairness, we've we've all both me and Dan have been very critical of records that you've been brought forward. So it's only fair that you you give us back a little bit of our own shit. Uh, so here's my comments on this one. 
I actually like this song a lot. Um, my only, and as I mentioned before, it feels like borrowing different styles, right? I think if you put a violin in this song, this would be uh, this would be a yellow card song, like completely 110. Um, percent I know Dan, Dan's getting really upset about this, <laughs> but but I but here's the funny thing is like I still love it. It still has it's got that driving beat behind it. The chorus is catchy as all hell. Um, it just it feels like it's someone else's song. That's my only that's my only criticism there. So yeah. All right, track four safely. All right, let's go. Track four safely. Some of my favorite hot rod lyrics, uh, I use the line, your knuckles are white from being on the walls at night more often than I need to, like in context that doesn't need it. Um, it's a great <laughs> song about being worried about someone's state of mind and bringing supportive words. It's great. Yeah, it's good. I love it. Um, so the only thing, my only notes I had in this one, aside from, I, this is one, one of my favorite songs off the album, like one of my like top three, uh, is that you could put Chuck Reagan as the singer of this song and this would be a hot water music song. That's that's the only thing. As it, it has the same kind of like same sort of timber, same sort of progression, same t- type of guitar work as well. It just feels very hot water music esque, and uh, I I say that as a fan of the band. Um, this is it feels very much like home. This whole album feels like a, just a big punk rock, you know, like safety blanket. Like it's nice and warm. You can kind of just cuddle up with it, and you know, there's there's no big surprises, and that's kind of what I like about it. So, anyways, so. I didn't hate it. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> Grab another oh, shot, uh, Dan. So, no, I mean, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't, like, my favorite Um, on it. Um, I don't know why. I felt like I was just I kind of kept comparing it to the song that I, I, I love of the most, and I found it a little bit, I don't want to say boring, but I felt, I felt a, a, a little... A little, I'll say, I'll say, I found it a little boring, a little boring, but mm-hmm. the intention behind the song, the message behind the song, I thought what was really great. I can relate to being in that like toxic like, like situation and you just hope that person will still be okay. So, I mean, I can definitely relate to that. I, I understand it, um, but it was not my favorite song, but I, I, I thought it was still really well done. Fair enough. All right. Track five, now or never. Track five, now or never. Here we go. To the boy with the short attention span, the classes that they put him in, knows just where he stands. To the girl who lost it all that night, said she tried with all her might to run as fast as you can. So this is your classic underdog song. Um, it gives me a lot of Texas is the reason vibes. Just a lot of the album does because it's very like repetitive lyrics, but still important lyrics. Like, Look at you busting out Texas deep. is the reason. Holy shit. 
Nice. Like, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that era of like emo. Like, yeah, totally. We're talking about like Promise Ring or you know Sunny Day Real Estates. That is a lot of where they drew a lot of influences, especially mm-hmm. lyrically on this album. But yeah, I love this song. I just was expecting you to bust out Texas is the reason. <laughs> it's like making taking taking me back to my grade school years there, bud. I like it. I like it. Are you going to go first? Oh, you want me to go second? first? <laughs> um, well, so, no, that's all right. I can go I mean, first. That's fine. I'll, I'll go oh, first. I, I can go. I mean, I have. Again, I did. Um, I just wanted. I liked it, but I wanted more. Um, and I, you kind of pointed out that they, they just kind of like repeated like the like, same like I guess like like, like, like verse like again. I think it was like three times they, uh, again, again, again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted more. I thought that was like, a bigger a bigger story to tell, and I thought like they could have done more with it. Um. Again, to say I, I liked it, but I wanted more, and I wish there were, it, it was a longer song and a more in-depth song. Um, but again, that the point I get the point because everyone has been that outcast, um, and I understand it and I relate to it. Benny, uh, you're a you would call yourself a, a, a self-proclaimed uh, Taking Back Sunday like mega fan, would you not? Yeah. Does this not kind of sound like a Taking Back Sunday song to you? Maybe like a B side. <laughs> that that was kind of that was the that's actually what I wrote down in my notes. This sounds <laughs> like a Taking Back Sunday B side. Um, it's and that I'm not saying that as a bad thing by any means. Um, it's it's got that same kind of vibe to it, but man, it's it just it feels like someone else wrote it. I I I just can't put my finger on it. It's it's so weird. I don't know, but I still like it. Track six, cool for one night. <laughs> Dan's gonna be really pissed ass by the end of this podcast, you guys. We're we're kicked out t- tomorrow, Benny. Just know this. All right, here we go. Uh, this is track number. What was this? Set. Track six, cool for one night. Here we go. Can you have an early 2000s emo album without a song about hating your town? Right? I was just going to say that. I mean, my next note was, God, this album is perfect night driving music. This is one of my favorites to sing along to. It just puts me in, like, a cathartic state. I love it. So this was the song that actually introduced me to Hot Rod Circuit, believe it or not. Um, How? Yeah, so there's a very long story behind it, but I'll try and make it as brief as humanly possible. Uh, When I was working at the radio station, uh, we were – so – I was good friends with the music director at the time, and I was in this kind of, like, uninspired moment in my life where I'm just, like, I'm not finding anything that's, like, really reaching out to me and, like, uh, you know, nothing that's, like, kind of just setting the world on fire. So he was, like, he was going through the list of stuff that just came in, and this record just came in at the time, and he was, like, you should play this. Just just see if you like it or not. And I was, like, uh, okay, fine. And the label recommended this track as one of the tracks to play for radio, and it I immediately fell in love with it. It's like it is my all-time favorite song off the album. It's not because it's the first song I've heard from them. It's it's the one that sounds so much like the band, like it, that they concocted this and crafted this, and they didn't borrow from any other artists or any other influences. And it just is something they could wholly call their own. And God, do I love it! It is just you know what's funny about that is I actually think this sounds like a Jimmy Eat World song. <laughs> kind of, 
Kind of, That's hilarious. I, I, I could, uh, I could believe that. This I could, could be on clarity. I could totally believe that. But yeah, this so, is, so this is my introduction to the band, and God, I, it made me want to go back and listen to some of their their uh, earlier stuff too. So, so I only had one note, um, and it kind of goes to what like Dan uh, kind of said, and it just says, "I love my hometown, and now I hate it, and no one gets me." Yep. Um, and I feel like, and that's totally fine. And I actually really enjoyed the song. But is um, that not an I, emo song though? You know, I mean, I feel like every single like band probably of that, of that era like, has a song like this, or like they they have some song that like like points a finger points the finger to. Oh, I hate my hometown. <laughs> it's like um, a rite of passage. Yes, I love it. So yeah, but it's no. it's it's one of my favorite songs off the album. Oh, I would agree. And arguably, it's also one of the lowest uh, played uh, songs on the album too, with the exception of like the last two songs as well. So, which is shocking because I felt that for sure that this would be like the second highest played for sure because it's it like I said it it mimics the same style as the pharmacist does, which is the first track on the album, and it's it's a nice, perfect middle ground uh, for the band. I don't know, I I, I can't get enough of this song. Hmm. But anyways, track seven, knees, knees, knees. Knees is definitely a very saves the day song, but the drums kill it. <laughs> There's two different guitar parts that are working together beautifully. The bass line is really fucking cool. One of the first bass lines I ever learned, and it's one of my favorite tracks on the album. Wow, really? Okay, yeah. right on. So it's funny you wrote saves the day because it's exactly what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's another saves the day song. Um, no, but I I also agree with you. It, it's uh, it's got a solid chorus. The my only gripe about it is just the the build up to it, like the the pre chorus and the verses prior to getting into the main chorus, just are so boring. Like I I really wish that it just it it just kind of it ramped up just a little bit more to, to get me to the chorus. Um, I also feel like just like it could also be a saves the day song. I feel like if we sped up a little bit more, it could also be a hot hot heat song too. But yeah. But yeah. So I mean, so I would. I didn't find it like boring. I just I found that like that it was at some point like very like in my opinion uh, like very like simplistic. But I liked it though, and I really dug it. I thought, I thought it was super catchy, and I this is like one of my like favorites on, on the album as well. Really nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Tr- track eight. Let's go home. Let's go home. I think it's a perfect emo song about fighting with someone you love, but still just like you're in it. It was a fight and you're still in love and you just want to end it and end the night at home with someone. Nice. Benny thoughts. Uh, can you go next? 
<laughs> okay. Um, it's honestly, it, it's it's got that same Midwestern emo vibe to it, which is exactly what I love about this record. It feels like it, it's it stays very true to its messaging and its and its them, and thematics. Is that a word? Thematics? I feel I feel like it's a word. We'll go with it. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, this is probably one of the strongest choruses on the entire album. Um, at least I think it is. And uh, yeah, it's good. It, I, I'd say it's a solid, solid seven or eight out of ten, for sure. So I wanted you to go next because the notes I wrote, I don't. I don't particularly agree with it anymore just because I gave it I, I listened to this song I went back to it okay um today and I felt really bad about what I said because I'm like I don't understand like, I don't know yeah, say really, what you said because say it Benny I, okay because I again I got the point after I listened to it again but what I said was um that I felt it was like like kind of like disjointed I didn't really get to the point of the song at all because I'm like he's like he's, he's like mad he's like sad i love you but you haven't listened to me what the hell but i mean but that's what like 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 love is when you're like fucking like 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 like, like 17 or 8 or even like now like like when you're in like a rough, rough spot a rough spot um so again the first listen i was like i this is fucking, this is fucking stupid i hate i hate the song but i again i was in a bad headspace <laughs> um and again i guess i i get it i get it now I get it. So I take back what I said because um, I, I didn't think it, it, it was catchy, and I, I, it, it is a very good emo-ish song. So, see, 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 Dan Benny does like it. Track nine consumed oh, by laziness. Shit. Oh, we're just—he's like, play the next song. Damn it! Here we go. Consumed by Laziness is also one of my favorite songs on the album. The bass line is incredible. And I could also see why you guys would probably hate it because it is kind of a timepiece. Like, in the time that this came out, it was important and it was awesome. So, but I understand nowadays the lyrics don't dig deep enough. So, Dan, ye of little faith, my friend. Ye of little faith. I mean, <laughs> I, I. I honestly love this song. So Isn't that baseline sick. It, it is. It really is. So uh, here's what I here's what I wrote. Um, it, it, you just said about it. <laughs> uh, I love the bass work on this song, uh, and the chorus just has like some power pop kind of goodness to it, which is which is like strikes me right right here in the feels. Um, this song, uh, I don't know if you remember this band or not, um, but I wrote it reminds me of mid to late '90s alternative music. Like a band called Marvelous Three. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I've never heard of them. No, really. Okay, do you remember uh, an artist by the name of Butch Walker by chance? That yes. sounds familiar. Okay, so Butch Walker's done like a lot of producing work uh, for the past like I'd say two or three decades. Uh, I forget who he's produced recently. Um, I'll have to look it up at some point in time. But anyways, he was in a rock band called Marvelous Three. They released three albums, and all of them are fucking solid. We might have to review one of them at some point in time. Um, but 
this whole like uh the whole song sounds like a marvelous three song and i just fucking love it it's it's really good <laughs> so that's nice yeah so benny so simon cowell of the podcast today apparently dan, dan kind of uh, <laughs> called me up before i could even say this uh, but to me, it was kind of fitting that the song was called Consumed by Laziness because I was consumed by laziness <laughs> as I was listening to this. Um, Ouch. And I didn't really like it. Um, again, I think it was just like the the, the, the slowness of it. I just I didn't really get into it at all. Uh, maybe I have to give it a second listen. You um, should. And and I want to say, too, because I don't know, Dan, like you are – like you do play the, the guitar as well, or you did it something. No, I right? just play bass. You play, play bass. You play bass. Oh, bass guitar. Sure. So you can appreciate, like you hear that in the song. So I can I can see why you might enjoy that a lot more than I did, and and because the band is one of your favorites. But maybe I just need to like, like, like listen to it with a like, with a finer ear. Um, but and, or I maybe not be in a bad headspace when you decide to listen to a record for a podcast review. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll just try to switch it up because I'm <laughs> never the Simon Cowell of the podcast. But That's fair. It appears that this this week I was, so... You were. Buckle okay. up, folks. We can change it up at any time. <laughs> <laughs> track 10, get what you get. <laughs> track 10, get what you get. Yeah, this one gives me Sunny Day vibes a lot, and it's very early 90s emo with the guitar stylings um, and the way it's even sung, and of course the repetitive lyrics, but it's killing it. Everyone in the song is killing it. The instrumentals are amazing. The emotion you hear behind Andy's voice when he gets really aggressive towards there. Yeah. It's just awesome. I agree. That's that's practically all the things I wrote in the notes, it, uh, or at least in my notes, is that it all feels very cohesive, um, and and that uh, no one is kind of phoning it in, which is which is important because um, normally, and maybe this is just my experience from from the, all the albums I've listened to over the years, and we all have very massive vinyl collections. It always feels like the tail end of records, like the last three or four songs, always kind of feel like to be like the ones that either were about to be on the cutting room floor or the ones that were just like. Eh, we don't have enough to fill out a full LP, guys. We need to toss in some extra stuff, and here we go. Um, as such, this isn't one of those albums, at least in my I was opinion. Just gonna say. It's 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 no, it's it's not. It's it's not it's not one of those albums where I feel like the songs just got phoned in. Um, this this feels like this is a very solid catalog of the songs they really want to put out on the album, with the exception of one, and I'll talk about that next but that's that's that, that that's my notes so i mean i liked it and so you said a few times dan that you know it's that a lot of this album is just repeating and maybe that's where i kind of got like lost in a lot of this in a lot of this album because i'm like where is the meat to this like this whole album like it, it just the same things being repeated again and again and again and again but again when was when was this released like 2003 2002 
2002. So like I, I'm guessing like like that era because it's before I even like got into like the the scene. That like what was that a big part of a lot of like a early... lot of the emo in that period was doing this. Um, I call it the fallout boy conundrum where song titles got really long and every lyric was like unique and a million words for yeah. every song. So, so, and I think that's where I kind of got like, like, like lost. So I, I apologize, Dan, like for some of my harsh, harsher words, but I felt we like should that's... review Texas is the reason you would fucking hate that. <laughs> oh my so, God. One of the most iconic emo albums of all time. And you could fit all the lyrics on a napkin for the whole album. So with oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And maybe again, this is a combination of factors that went into like my my like thoughts on this album. Um, but uh, I guess we can move on because that's all I really had to say. Again, I, I did like this, the song. I want to like say that I did like the song. So track eleven, the night uh, the night they blew up the moon. The night they blew up the moon. they blew up the moon is a very simplistic almost haunting nursery rhyme and less of a song but i still think it's an incredible ending to this album um it's got it it seriously has some crazy early emo vibes but also like this is kind of a taste of where they're going with their alt country-ish in a way Mm -hmm. yeah so here's here's my grave about this song it's it's not because i think it's a bad song it's not um it's just that because this album is very rock heavy uh pretty much throughout the entire album i feel like slower ballads like this don't belong at the end of it they kind of almost should be towards either the middle or maybe even like closer towards the 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 front or back half of it to pad out the rest of the rock songs that said i feel like track 10 should have been their last song and and the night they blew up the moon should have been like somewhere in the middle somewhere to kind of help kind of to send off because i think that get what you get is the perfect way to end that record. If, if you would have ended there and would have moved the night they blew up the moon somewhere else in the track listing, I feel it would just, it would have flowed a lot better. That's, that's the only, that's my only notes on that. Um, was I actually disagree. I actually I liked the ending to it. Um, again, it's, I was telling, I was telling Dan, like he actually brought up a, a point that kind of texted the dots a little bit for me when, in terms of like how it being a haunting, kind of like i guess like story rhyme um i love the, the song title the, the night they blew up the moon i thought that, I thought that was very very cute and clever um and it kind of appeared to me that it was a song or like a, a ballad or whatever about the sacrifices parents make for their kids yeah um and i thought it was a great ending i thought it was great right on well um that's the end of Sorry About Tomorrow by Hot Rod Circuit, the 2002. Yeah, sorry. I made you guys listen to this. Oh, stop. <laughs> All oh. right, what's your number review, oh, oh, that's right. We haven't oh. done a number review on this one. Okay. All right, so 7.2. Oh. 7, well, 7.2. Yeah. Okay. See, not a bad score. See, I I personally give it an 8.5. That's 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 my that's my score. And on that. Dan gives it a 10. 
no, I give it like a 9.5, but it was also, okay. it helped me through a lot of really hard times in my life. Sure. And it's one of my favorite albums. So I have no gripes with this album. <laughs> we we all course. hold our, our albums in, in self-regard. Like the, to me, like nothing will ever be better than Jimmy World's Futures. And if anyone tries to shit on any track on that album, I will. But you know I, that we will never do that. I, if you if, if you bring the album to us, we will never do that. I know that's, that that's I know the two awesome. of you wouldn't, but if anyone else would, I, I would break them limb from limb. So I, I just. Well, that's that, why I always I think like we should encourage each other to pick albums that we know that are not going to be universally in, like liked and, and enjoyed. Like like as soon as like Dan said this album, you you were like, oh yeah, yeah. You you were so excited. But I was like, like I was like obviously like I was like I was like eh, I had no idea like who this band is, what this album is. So I mean I think we should encourage each other to like pick albums that we know might not be universally like it creates a better conversation in my opinion anyway i agree and i have a very good one for you guys at another time but because uh before prior to recording this podcast uh dear listener you did not we're not privy to the conversation but we will be reviewing a very special album next that will be coming out pretty soon or actually just got released in january uh by a band called fireworks from the detroit area uh and you'll have to Stay tuned to the next episode to hear our uh, our take on that record. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. It's a really exciting album. Something right off the bat for 2023. All, the all-new hotness for 2023. Bring it, music. Bring it. All right, Dan, where, for... where can we find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at uh, Ecto Cooler Ghost anywhere. Benny, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at wherever you find you know, social medias. Rather that be the Twitters, the Instagrams, <laughs> the Twitters, or, <laughs> or the TikToks. And, and what would your any of those three? What would, what would your handle be? <laughs> My wife is giving me the side eye. <laughs> the Twitters, the Instagrams. She's laughing at me. It's hilarious, though. Are you, you know, like a uh, sip your uh, martini with like, your pinky up next? Exactly. You could, you could yeah. find me on the Twitters. Hmm. Uh, what would you? What would your handle there be, Benny? I oh I thought I said it oh you didn't uh, Benny uh, Benny and the Wax uh, at all three of those things, and you can find me at the Big Shakuna pretty much anywhere on the internet as well uh, as well as on Twitch where I stream every single Wednesday and Friday watching him play video games really badly if that's something you're into. And all right, well thanks for listening to another episode of Beside Ourselves podcast. It's time to flip the record over. <laughs> <laughs>